0: It's Cofield and Company. Stevenson all the way to the goal. He's forced to swoop behind. To the right. Eichel, backdoor score! Jonathan Marchessault from Jack Eichel and Chandler Stevenson. And the Knights take a 4-1 lead. It's time for Cofield and Company. With Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas.
1: Here we go, Cofield and Company. It's Wednesday, Finley Toyota Studio. Finley Toyota Studios here. Ari is with us. Cofield and Company on a Wednesday. Adam Hill is up as the company. The madness began yesterday. The madness continued this morning. NFL madness. Madness continues this evening as. As Willie put it yesterday or two days ago, Willie Ramirez, one of the company members, you have to root for Nevada. Got to root for Reno. They're in state. I mean, we need to root for Hurley. Yeah. You don't agree with that? I definitely don't agree with that. But that's coming up at six o'clock. We'll see if uh, the evil Bobby Hurley
2: will win over the evil Steve Alford. Pick your poison. Yeah, uh, it's a tough call, I, but I don't think it is because of financial reasons, but we can uh, once again address that. I am wondering, for financial reasons, if you decided at some point in the last three hours to go shopping? Uh, no, I have I have everything you need in my
1: sports wardrobe. I hoard. I'll explain why I'm wearing what I'm wearing in a second. Uh, but yeah, we got NCAA basketball coming up. Play-in game. Between the 16s, followed by Reno and Arizona State at 610. These are the waiting moments of getting into our bracket contest. I'm telling you, folks, go in all the other bracket contests, see how many people are in, and see what the prizes are. Ours will have hundreds of people in it, and we've got uh, a first prize worth over three thousand dollars, and it's free to get in. Twenty five hundred dollars cash from Dollar Loan Center, a staycation at South Point worth like a thousand bucks. March Madness Mania Bracket Challenge. LVSportsNetwork.com. LVSportsNetwork.com. Really easy to enter if you're not registered already, if you haven't been in our contest in the past. Fire through that process and then make your picks. I'm going to be changing my picks later today. Some of them. Seen some injury updates, some bracket trends we'll get into throughout the show. So I'm going to change things. Right now, and we said this with our Final Fours, and we'll give Adam a chance before we get out of here today. Right now... My final four is Arizona, Tennessee, Houston, UCLA, but we've got some injury issues and also some trend issues to get to. So that's what's going on up on the web. Get in our contest, lvsportsnetwork.com. Today is one of my favorite days in sports history of doing sports radio. What fascinating radio video we watched this morning. Aaron Rodgers has made a decision. What does that mean? I have no idea because nothing is final yet. But he went on the McAfee show, Adam's favorite show, and I assume you knew everyone who was asking questions, so we'll have some bites sure. later. Please identify the cast of characters. I, I, at one point, it was like 35 minutes in, and I, I, I texted you because I was like, wait, Pac-Man Jones is just sitting there the whole time? Like, what? Like just rando Pac-Man appearance. I mean, I guess he's on the show, but like no one talked to him for thirty-five minutes, and he fires in a question about the dark retreat. So we got to start out with Aaron Rodgers goes into this dark room, this retreat, and when he, it sounds like when he first came out of it, done, like ninety percent retired. When he was this dark kid. retreat almost. Aft multiple teams. By the way, this could still be a very screwed up situation.
2: But sure. he he was leaning towards retirement when he came out of the darkness. No, my, underst- my under. and look, he was very vague on a lot of what he said. He I think when he went in, okay. he was 90% committed to retiring.
1: Okay. Yeah, Joe Shad, who covers the Dolphins, said, Aaron Rodgers says one day after the darkness, he was 90% retired. Um, Al Breer, another NFL guy. And believe me, I watched this whole thing, but I'm glad people transcribed it, because like Adam said, it was it was all over the place. Um, he wrote, uh, Rogers quoted as saying, when I came out of the darkness, something changed. When I got back to that little shack where there's one bar of Wi-Fi, I realized there had been a bit of a shift. I realized there was some shopping going on. Okay?
2: I, what? You gotta learn to speak Aaron. I don't. You know, it's I, I like, what's going
1: on? Are you talking about rumors? They were shopping you. You yeah.
2: just found out back on the home front. Uh, Woodley went shopping. I, I don't. What is it? Well, it's not Woodley anymore. It's uh, it's uh, Edens. Is that? right? I didn't even know that. Yeah, he's with he's Mallory with the Edens. Edens kid? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, our future NBA owner here, or whatever yeah. he is, MLS
1: owner. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then he finally got to it after I don't know. I happened to tap into it at like ten oh nine. He was on. I think at ten pretty sharp. He's on with Pat McAfee, his former teammate. AJ Hawk is there as well. Former this, punter. This is always, yeah. I don't even. I <laughs> we have to address that down the road. That was that was a weird weird thing yesterday. But yeah, here's Aaron Rodgers talking about um, you know what his decision is, and he kind of he also goes on the offense about why it's taken so long. Because I got to tell you, last night before we played the bite, I I was think about it. And I'm like, I have not been into the story enough like I am off the air on the air cuz I was starting to really percolate off the air and I was ready to just crush Rogers not that I you know I was surprised we we're going to have to wait but Rogers pretty quickly here is like yeah I'm not the one who's been making you wait
3: I told them listen I'm not ready to make a decision about anything I want to get back into my workouts and see how it feels let me set you know, this up really
1: correctly hit- cuz this one's a little bit longer he talks at the beginning about sitting down with the jets and then where it eventually gets to.
3: About anything, I want to get back into my workouts and see how it feels, you know, to really hit it hard for, for a week. I've obviously been working out before that, but to really hit it hard for a week and, and to see if the drive and the, and the passion is still there. And, and then I'll, you know, see where we're at. And so, again, this is why this is not a decision here. The decision, I think, was made in my mind whether or not I was able to admit it at that point, uh, really on that Tuesday, I wanted to play. How is my body uh, feeling? Is it going to be able to hold up? So at this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get uh, for me.
1: Okay. And he finished up by saying, dragging their feet. So Trey Wingo actually had this last week on Friday. We had mentioned it, that the decision was made by Rodgers, that he was ready to play for New York.
2: So give me your reaction to to that part because there was a lot there. Yeah, well first of all it took as you said like it sounds the way we're playing it like he just jumped right into my decisions made. Like there was a lot of hemming and hawing and people were like he's not saying anything. Yeah, there was a little they, cho- there was a little <laughs> choppy choppy by sure. our excellent Lotus sound crew. Yeah, well he but he he got there eventually as you said and um it was kind of like oh wait, he did just say that. Like that's it. And it it makes some sense, right? He said all along Nobody knows my intentions. Now, some people do, because I think the jet side leaked out to Troy Wingo, obviously. Uh, but he has said, like, nobody knows my intentions. Nobody knows what I want to do. Um, I know, and the people very, very close to me, which is very, very few, know, and that's it. And so this timeline makes some sense, that he came out, said, all right, I think I want to do this, but let me work out really hard for a couple of days and make sure that my body responds well. And if it does, then I'm in. And I guess he did for three days decided to tell the jets like i'm in and i want to come play for you guys and now it's been you know five days of trying to work out compensation which is interesting because at some point the packers clearly want to move on Mm -hmm. but that they know that the jets are in a really tough spot too so the jets have put all their eggs into the one into one basket now and their fans know that all they have to do is make a trade So, the Packers, I saw some people putting it both ways, right? The Packers could just be like, well, now we have to get, like, it's public now. We've got to make a deal. Or they could just say, you know what, no. It's going to take seven first-round picks now because everybody knows that that's what you you need to do. So, like, it's a really complicated trade now. I think it already was. But now that it's public, it becomes even more. Yeah, the the seven first-round picks thing is kind of the childish
1: angle on this. Because I think this through. First of all, I see Rich Semini who covers the Jets in the New Jersey, New York area. And the first thing for many people to do around the country, sports radio, like Adam just did, but especially New York, New Jersey people, is go right to the negative. So he said, Rodgers unwittingly puts pressure on the Jets by verbally committing to them. Now it's on Joe Douglas, the GM, to get a deal done. He followed it up by saying, uh, Green Bay has no urgency to make this trade now. Could slow play uh, up until the draft, waiting for the Jets to buckle. But I've seen
2: I've seen it exactly the other way too. Like yeah, I'll, I, I saw I'll, people I'll say, I, "I saw people say this decision by him to go public yep. puts the pressure." I've seen him say it's, it's on the Packers now because now it's like, "Hey man, look, I want to go to the Jets. The Jets want me. The Packers said they already w- want to move on from me. Like, what are they doing, holding up the compensation here?"
1: I thought he laid it out well, and I don't mean to call your take childish, but there's a lot of people. People are trying to pick out which side has the power. The Jets have all the power, and I'll give you why. One. There's no other bidder, right? So, Rogers stated his intentions. He stated that the Packers are the ones holding this up. This, to me, is a conditional three and a five. It's a salary dump. No one else is bidding for Aaron Rodgers. And the alternative is, the Packers can get nothing. Because I truly believe, if they hold this up, he will be motivated to stick it to the Packers. And retire? And retire. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, what would the Jets do? Well, then they would go to Lamar Jackson and offer him $200 million and $160 guaranteed and give up this supposed high compensation the Packers want for a 26-year-old with a few more years on the contract, and here's the coup de grace, okay? Here's the ultimate backup, and I think you'll like this one. If I were the Jets in-house, I'd be like, they're going to take our deal, and then we're going to move on to Jackson. And when Jackson doesn't accept our deal, at least we F the Ravens. And here's what we're going to do. We have a quarterback. It's Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is going to play as much as he can play this coming year. And we might suck. Good. And then we're in position to get Caleb Williams. There's a no-lose proposition here. Now, the only disaster is... on there. The only disaster is... <laughs> If Zach Wilson actually is decent and they win games, now I don't know how you prevent that. Well, aren't they, are they but building too good of a roster to no, lose every no, game? No, they were a they were a six team they were a six win team last year, and they lucked out and got a couple extra wins. So at max, what what are they? A six or seven? But Zach Wilson, if he sucks again, they're going to win five or six. As a Jets fan, I don't care. The ultimate goal is here is to get a franchise quarterback. So it's either Rogers for the price you want to pay. Jackson for the price he wants, or just go with Zach Wilson and another veteran. And it's, I know it's not an easy pitch to the players, but that's the plan. There is no desperation. You've got a
2: backup option in a franchise quarterback who's 26.
1: There's no desperation.
2: I don't know. I, I, I cause I feel like, the third one is the issue there because I, I I'm with you. That I know I you said, love the third one. I, <laughs> no, I don't. Not because you've already committed to all these other guys now. So I I thought my my take was the same as yours until the third option because I said, hey, look, if you you've already committed, hey, if it's going to take two firsts, which it's not, I don't think, to get Rogers, but if it's going to take two firsts and he doesn't take it then you can go with Lamar. But I think the Ravens are just waiting for somebody to offer Lamar and then they'll match it. So then if you're the Jets and you don't give up what the Packers want for Rodgers and the Packers do what you said, which I think they would do, and say, all right, fine, we'll just keep him and let him retire, and then you don't get Jackson, I don't think that third option is palatable for anyone except for you and a couple other people. Well,
1: I think there's been a lot of people the last couple of days who were getting frustrated, Jets fans, mm-hmm. who were getting frustrated at Rodgers, who were just like, screw it, you know, getting mad at him. But, but now they can get mad at the Packers. The Packers want to drive too hard a to deal. Let's continue with this with Caleb Herring. We had a lot to break down. A lot of Aaron Rodgers, great quotes. Uh, man, I'm a big fan of that guy. And yes, I am wearing, <laughs> always have been. What, what? Always have been. Um, brilliant dude. Um, wearing a
2: Packers jersey. Of a player that he shouted out.
1: Uh, that he shouted out in uh, Clay Matthews. And also wearing a Jets hat. So today is the best of both worlds. For me, St. Patrick's. Week I, I, I'm, I, honestly, I am more, I'm actually more excited about the Packers and their fans finally having to face reality that everyone else in the NFL has to face. He's done. Your 28-year run of two quarterbacks, top five guys, it's done. Welcome to the world with the rest of us. That's what makes me happy today. And if it works out. And the Jets, the team I cheer for, get them good.
0: Your Mountain West champion Lady Rebels will start their journey to the Final Four this Friday against Michigan. Tip off is noon. You can hear all the action right here on ESPN Las Vegas or streaming live at lvsportsnetwork.com
3: we love you come on back we need this would you have been gung-ho going back to Green Bay I mean uh, that's a good question not really I just felt like I, I knew that wasn't going to happen number one but number two why the, that just why the, if you said that just wasn't the sentiment that I felt throughout the season they want to move on and, and, and now I want to play and, and so that would obviously be me, me moving on as well
0: Former UNLV quarterback and current voice of the Rebels on radio, Caleb Herring is live right now on Cofield & Company.
1: Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show with a former teammate, A.J. Hawk. Hawk with the question there, hey, if they had given you some love in the offseason, would you come back? And Rodgers is like, nah. Too late. Too late. He had seen it coming. And now, if you missed it, Rodgers says he wants to play for the Jets. It's up to the Jets and Packers to work out. Compensation, and we'll find out if the Packers want to play the game or they want to get nothing for Aaron Rodgers. Very interesting, and uh, lots of different takes on who may have the power here in these negotiations. Uh, I throw out some crazy stuff. I don't think it's crazy, but Adam wanted to push back about the negotiations. Caleb Herring is in. What's up, Caleb?
4: What's up, guys? Exciting times. I mean, <laughs> franchise quarterbacks that are historically like known as figures are on the move. It, you know, Derek Carr, not a Raider anymore. That feels weird. Aaron Rodgers not a Packer anymore question mark that would be strange <laughs> like that will be kind of crazy you know like we're excited for it though
2: obviously the Rodgers story is the big news ones we're, we're talking about but you just mentioned Derek Carr so I wanted to ask you this because I heard this debated today best quarterback right now in the NFC South Andy Dalton Baker Mayfield Derek Carr
4: <laughs> stop it it's Derek Carr I think it's Mayfield yeah it's Derek Carr no god no <laughs> um, no, it's not. It's Derek Carr. I mean, he probably he, – he, that's probably part of the reason he went there, right, to that division is because he would be finally considered the best. He's gotten, gotten from under Patrick Mahomes' shadow, and he can truly shine. Maybe win a division title for the first time. You know, like he has a chance to do that now. And then if he's out, not the first time. I don't think it, – it, would it be the first time? Has he won a division with the yeah. Raiders? I don't know. But, yeah, but then he got hurt. Uh, yeah, he got hurt. That, that, the, that one shiny moment, he, <laughs> he got injured. But – uh no, I think that's part of the reason why he went there. It's, it's going to be a lot easier because the competition around him isn't going to be as stacked. So yeah, the Baker Mayfield move doesn't really help the Buccaneer. Imagine being a Buccaneer fan—you rode a high for two years, <laughs> and then now it's just like, oh gosh, you know. But no, I think he's definitely the best QB in the NFC South.
2: Uh, Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston—who's back in the mix in New Orleans—or CJ Stroud, the
4: Panthers' quarterback—who's the best one? Do you think they go Stroud? I think they should, um, but I, I would say in two years, C.J. Stroud, uh, if that ends up being the case, uh, I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. I, like honestly, if I if I had to pick one, I would say he. I trust him with the keys to the car more than anybody else. Um, and that's not to you know disrespect Bryce Young, what he was able to do, but just for what C.J. Stroud uh, to me, his his body of work. Um, especially the stamp he put on his career at Ohio State with that performance against Georgia. I think he, you know, lo- losing the game, obviously, uh, people will look at that as a loss. But his performance and the way he played against, you know, arguably the closest thing you can get to an NFL defense that, that we've seen um, on the college playing field is, is, is to me a, a, a testament to how good he is, how poised he was, the big plays he made down the stretch, um, I think he answered a lot of questions in that game alone. And when it comes down to it, like I, you could you could say what you want about pro days and um, and the combine and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, when you cut the film on and you see good against good film, you, the, the tape don't lie. And CJ Stroud put it on tape, so uh, I, I'd say he'd be the safest bet if the Panthers went after him. I, two years, I think he's he's running that team and and doing good things with him. There you go. So we, the other person
2: that answered questions today was Aaron Rodgers. And the question he answered is that he does want to go play for the Jets. So let's just assume for now that a trade gets done and he goes to the Jets. How good can he still be at this age in a new system, in a new market, with new players around him? How good can he be?
4: Oh, well, if he gets everybody on his list, I think he could be pretty good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like he's trying to stack the deck. It's going to be the New York Rodgerses uh if he if he gets his way but no I, I think he still has something to say and that's the beautiful thing about quarterbacking right is the game you almost it's like a fine wine you get better with age right and that's kind of what Tom Brady became is kind of a master of if your body can hold up um you know and y- we saw you know what Peyton Manning was able to do even when his body was breaking down on him but you get to a point at a quarterback where you're you're you know 90% of the game is mental and if you can have that part mastered um, you can you can go for a long time as long as your body stays with you, much more than you know other positions on the field where you're taking a constant beating, especially with the way quarterbacks are protected. But I think Aaron Rodgers throughout the season last year, um, and you know in his back-to-back MVP seasons a, a couple of seasons ago, it, it was it's it's very apparent that he still got some in the tank. I mean, you know the fall off isn't as sharp for quarterback. So um, with the right supporting cast, and I think the Jets have a, a quality defense. Uh, they have some. Some pieces, a run game obviously has been established there when, when they're healthy. Um, I think they have a really good opportunity um, to make sure that he has the, the the most comfortable situation to still be good enough to still be, um, you know, maybe not the best quarterback in the NFL because we all know who holds that title right now, um, but to be effective enough to be a contender year in and year out for the next couple of seasons, given the right pieces around him, Aaron Rodgers still has it. And like I said, this past season there was times where you know he was putting the ball right on the money and guys are dropping it. I mean, he could have had a lot better stats if things went well, you know, at different points in the season. Now, there were glimpses of a fall off now from Aaron Rodgers. And he's not that bad man from 5, 6 years ago, but uh, I don't think he's fallen off the cliff yet. He's still got some in the tank to give us. 5, 6 years, 2 years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. Back to back. Like I said, he, it's not like he's not that far removed from being the MVP of the NFL in a Patrick Mahomes dominated league, by the way. It's not yeah. like Patrick Mahomes was injured that year. It was, you know, it's, Aaron Rodgers just played that well. He played at a high level, high completion percentage, as always, low interceptions. Things that happened this past season were kind of a one off. Like we've, we've never seen that from Aaron Rodgers and we've never really seen him, even though he hasn't always had the best supporting cast. You know, they, the, the, the Packers hadn't drafted a receiver in the first round his entire career. Even though he hadn't had always had the best supporting cast around him, he still made do. This is just the first time we ever saw like a chink in the armor. It's like Aaron's turning the ball over. He's actually the reason we lost that game. Mm. Whoa, he missed a third and long completion that we would have considered, you know, money in the bank, you know, from Aaron. It, it, Aaron's standards are different. Yeah, he may have fallen off a little bit last year, but he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Let's not forget about that.
2: Caleb Herring joining us, former UNLV quarterback. You hear him on the Rebel Football broadcast, and with us all the time a good friend of the show uh it's not like you took a little shot at him getting his wish list there are you not happy with aaron Rodgers, the gm
4: <laughs> it's just it's just a funny concept to me i mean here here he is making essentially demands of a billion dollar organization or franchise that he's not even a member of yet i <sighs> guess like there's, there's there's details that have to be established but here here he has the jets essentially and this is I, I assume what the Jets would do is moving heaven on earth and heaven and earth to try to make some of these things happen. I, I, it would be far-fetched to think that all of it's going to happen. Like every player he mentions going to be a jet next year. But just the mere fact that he's, he's kind of trying to pull that string and apply that pressure to the jets when he's not even fully there yet. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous in, a, in the, the most strange bizarre sense. Um, if one man has all that power, even the famous Kanye West quote one of his more memorable quotes no one man should have all that power that's what that's like what it feels like it's like he's pulling strings like a puppet master um, when he's not even really in the building yet you know so that's it's just odd um it would be one thing if he demanded that the the packers and he already did this that demanded that the packers bring some people back because he's the he's the packers quarterback he's there that he's locked into a contract you know if you got me let's get let's get me some help he's like you guys go do that but the Jets would then have to face a possibility. We go out, sell out, get these guys, get Odell Beckham, get Randall Cobb, say whoever else. And then the Packers say, we're not trading them for that. You got to give us the seven first-round picks, right? Like, and the Packers, and then and he ends up retiring, and then Steve's scenario plays out, and Caleb Williams is a Jet in, mm-hmm. in a couple years. So it, they're, they're, the Jets are, like, you know, kind of at the mercy of Aaron Rodgers at this point. And it's just – it's I don't know if I want to say arrogant, but yeah. – <laughs> it is to, to think that the Jets have any re- reasonable responsibility to meet that list. That's just just the fact that you would even utter, utter that at this point is just kind of it's ridiculous. But hey, he's, he's Aaron, I guess. So he gets to do it. It's, he's the LeBron James of, huh? of the NFL right now. And he's doing it very much more publicly than LeBron James does. You know, LeBron James, at the end of the day, kind of backs up and says, well, I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't make any decisions or I wasn't a part of any decision making. But we know you were. But Aaron's like, yeah, I got a list. <laughs> Meet these demands, or else, you know. But it's just a little weird to me.
2: Uh, it is, and clearly you heard the the conversation. So uh, we we made the case. Aaron Rodgers says, "I'm going to the Jets. I want to play for the Jets. Make this deal happen." Who's the pressure on to make the deal happen?
4: I think it's on the Jets not to fumble it. And I, I say that because there's a situation where the the packers could very much make it about getting the most compensation back and it's 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 like we said it's because of aaron Rodgers' recent success he's been the back-to-back mvp in recent years everybody knows he's if he goes you know anywhere he's gonna be a franchise changing quarterback so they could play an angle where he's worth a lot more um, now that this thing is public, and if the Jets, you know, because they've committed so tough this offseason to getting him and to making this a reality with the Lazard pickup, and if any of these list the list of demands is met, um, and holding out, I think they honestly held out to make sure that Rodgers was an option because I I thought Derek Carr would have made sense for the Jets um, for what for what they are as a team. I thought he would be a really good quarterback to put them in contention at least. I think he, obviously not as good option as Aaron Rodgers. But he's not, he wouldn't have been as risky. It was just a, a free agent signing, not a, not a trade that could potentially disrupt your roster or your, your future plans. Um, so I, I the Jets kind of banked on Rodgers there in that way. And with that knowledge, the Packers could really apply pressure and say, hey, we know you want him. We know you need him. We don't necessarily need him. We're confident in Jordan Love, but we're going to get what we want from him. We're going to get uh, highly compensated for it. And if the Jets fold and do way too much to and go over, you know, step step over the line with it. I think the Jets could mess this up. And, and that that's crazy to say, like getting Aaron Rodgers in offseason messes you up as a franchise. But um, I think this year in year two with the Rams experiment with Matthew Stafford, you kind of see the fallout. Now, if you're willing to go say, yeah, we won a Super Bowl though, that's fine. Or, you know, we did that. That's all well and dandy. But look at the Rams now. Like if the Jets go too far with this they could be the Rams in two years where it's full, you know, destruction mode. We're, we're going to start trying to tank essentially because we have nothing because our, our aging quarterback didn't make it through the season and we didn't get the Super Bowl and yada, yada, yada. Aaron Rodgers goes into a dark room during the next offseason and he decides I'm 90% retired again and he follows through this time. You never know. It could go really bad for the Jets. So I think there is a lot of pressure on the Jets to get this done, but get it done the right way. Caleb, you got a final four for us? Are you filling out brackets? I, I haven't finished my bracket, but I have an idea of who I, I think will make, be in the Final Four. Okay. Um, we got about a minute I, left. I, I have uh, Alabama as my short, for sure, in the Final Four. I, from the East, I want Purdue because of the return of the big man. I, 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 I love the way Purdue plays basketball. Uh, I love their offense. I don't know if they have the athleticism to get it done in tight games down the stretch, but the way that they can slow the game down playing through the big is great. Uh, I have from the West – First, let me say this. Uh, Willie's terribly wrong. There's never a situation (laughs) where you will root for Nevada. Uh, And I'll say Nevada out of respect right now because they did make it and they have a chance. But I will never root for the team up north. Uh, So UCLA coming out of the west is my pick. That's a homegrown. I'm I'm from Southern California. UCLA, always been a fan. And then I got Texas coming out of the Midwest. So that would be my final four prediction, Alabama, Texas, UCLA, and Purdue. Uh, a lot of ones and twos, which is kind of generic, but that's that's where I'm going with it. Caleb, we
1: appreciate the, uh, the info. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon.
4: All right, guys. Take care. Have a good one.
1: On the way back, let's uh, get into the uh, next steps in the story of Darren Waller going bye-bye. Man, these stories are just stacked up day-to-day. That's a massive deal with the Raiders tight end on the move to New York.
0: It's March Mania at ESPN Las Vegas. Head over to LVSportsNetwork.com for your chance to win a grand prize package worth over $3,200. Fill out your bracket before Thursday, March 16th to be eligible to win. Rules available at LVSportsNetwork.com.
1: Just their activity, their athleticism, probably UNLV. Just with the athleticism and I think Arizona State might be a little bit taller and longer uh, in positions um, and probably shoot the ball better.
0: Now, back to Coalfield and Company in the Finley Toyota studio. studio.
1: Reno in the play tonight, 6 o'clock, against Arizona State, comparing ASU style to uh, some of the stuff that the running Rebels do. By the way, I just saw a tweet from uh, Andrew Brandt, who used to work for the Packers, um, on who's got the leverage in this whole Jets Rodgers Packers negotiation? Now, if you missed it, Rodgers says earlier today, "I want to be a member of the Jets." Now they just have to work out compensation. But he said uh, Rodgers on his way out just helped the Packers franchise immensely. Jets fan base is now at a fevered pitch, just waiting for management to do this deal. Not everyone,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: not everyone. Great, right. but I also I don't I don't think like the fan. I mean, I I want Aaron Rodgers. To be on the Jets, it gives them a relevancy. You know The games have more importance that they really haven't had for a while, but I also think long-term. and I'll also admit maybe my objectivity is crap on this because I don't like the Packers. I don't like Packers fans, and I don't want them to win on this thing. So yesterday, we both went pretty much like, hey, it's a football decision, and these are the reasons it's a football decision. There's some personal stuff as well, but on Darren Waller. And I want to address that later on. Like, it is a loss for the organization. It is a loss for the community. Um, I am fascinated by the Waller Plum wedding thing and the fact that McDaniel's leaked it. And I don't know which side got mad. If it was done on purpose, um, you and I were both mentioning yesterday. You know, Kelsey Plum, who plays for the Aces, what's she going to do? Annihilate Mark Davis and the Raiders? Yeah, for the trade. I mean, she it's works for Mark her, Davis. She owns the Aces. She did tweet out a couple of things. I think, kind of joking, or maybe sent something out. That was half joking and then realized she better say she's joking.
2: Yeah, I think that was closer to it. Um, you know, Robert Griffin kind of put it out there and said, Wow, uh right after Ten days know, after they get married. Right after they get married, uh she get you know, he gets shipped out of town and she quote tweeted it, and this got more engagement than I've seen almost any tweet in a while get I think it had like forty million views last time I looked, something really? something maybe it was thirty million. Uh it was a ton of views that this tweet got. Uh, and she said, it's maybe he it was just cause we didn't invite him to the wedding, LOL. And it took off and people are picking this up. Blogs are writing about it. Uh, people are all caught up in it. Yeah. Well, you do realize, like well, we had said yesterday, we talked about the wedding thing a couple of weeks ago
1: that the double wedding, you know, was an issue. I mean, any workplace, any, you know, friendly environment, there's going to be issues there. I don't think anyone else covered it. So yeah. now plum just shines a light on it and now it
2: explodes even more. Yeah, and and then today she did say she's joking. I love Las Vegas, committed to winning a title, uh, but it, the damage, mm-hmm. damage, mm-hmm. Quote, quote unquote, damage was already done because you have uh, people like this writer for uh, the USA Today blog uh, saying uh, Josh McDaniels is quote pathetic. <laughs> like oh basically, gosh. they're just taking it as gospel that they traded Darren Waller away because he had a wedding and didn't invite them. Wow. <laughs> yes. Uh, like most of you, I already understood who Josh McDaniels was as a coach.
1: Who was this? <laughs> it's his name this... is
2: Robert Zyglinksi.
1: My oh, God. I mean, you just don't know anymore if you should take people seriously if they're that dumb or they're just trolling. We, how about we have learned Josh McDaniels is just as annoying off the field as he is on the field. Yes, he he got mad. He traded. A top five tight end because he didn't get invited to the wedding. Meanwhile, if you do any research, he was already invited to another wedding. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, but let's not let's not deal the with issue, these malicious facts and, 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 that would and, get
2: in, in the way of a Josh McDaniels hate storyline. For those that are just, just catching up, the wedding issue is isn't that he wasn't invited. That was the joke. Yeah. It was that it was scheduled for the same day as another big wedding, Max Crosby's wedding, and also that Josh McDaniels. Told the media that Darren Waller was getting married to Kelsey Plum when they didn't have, they had not announced that publicly. Right, right. that was kind of where the issue started. Which but is again, that's is, that that's the reason.
1: Which is kind of, I mean, I, I do have the question. McDaniel's is pretty savvy. That was an honest mistake. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: I'm ninety nine percent in on that one. He's too savvy though to to make mistakes like that. But, but I, I, I could make I, I make mistakes like that all the time. I think I think stuff yeah. is for public consumption, and then I'm like, oh,
2: I guess it wasn't. Yeah, I think that's that, That's kind of these what you're things, dealing with. These things happen. Yeah. It's, it seems like it's along those lines of like, oh, yeah, they're yes, getting married. Yes. Most, people, most people who are getting married, it's kind of public, and so people know about it. And well, there it's not things, hidden. Their
1: thing's been, a lot of what they've been doing, Plum and Waller's been very secretive the entire time
0: join cofield and company live every thursday at the william hill race and sports book weekly giveaways and awesome game day food and drink specials thursdays 3 to 6 p.m at the william hill race and sports book inside silver sevens hotel and casino
1: aaron you might have heard joe namath come out and say hey if aaron comes to new york he can wear
3: the number 12 that's a great question with respect to the uh, emotions, I think there'll be time for all those conversations down the road. And today was about talking about the, the past and the love I have for the team. I've seen what Joe said. Um, there'll be time to talk about that
0: down the road. Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota studio. Yeah,
1: that's putting the cart way before the horse. <laughs> Joe Namath, 12. Aaron Rodgers, 12. Aaron Rodgers wants to go to the Jets. He's not on the Jets. This could all blow up. So, what's the point of talking about whether he wants his number or not? Um, and I do think Rodgers is savvy enough that you know he enjoys certain stories uh, where he can kind of have them for three days or so. So, this is a good story for down the road. But he's not. He's not on the Jets. Yeah. And everyone needs to. You know, we're all talking about this decision this morning that he announced, which apparently he told the Jets on Friday. And then accuse the Packers of dragging their feet on the compensation, making a deal, but there's no deal right now.
2: Well, it's also in his best interest to talk down, you know, what the compensation should be because he he's going to a team that needs the picks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do Aaron Rodgers every block on the show, so we're gonna we're gonna get back to it in the Big Five, because otherwise we'll just you got that jersey on. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I am wearing a Packers jersey and a Jets hat. I just thought it was St. Patrick's Day. I didn't know you were. I will, I will buy so many. If this deal happens, you know, one of the things I love to do with jerseys on clearance. Sure. Packers, will, Rogers. Yep. I will buy so many Packers jerseys so that I can walk around all summer and have Packers fans come up to me and be like, "Yeah, it's kind of sad." And be like, "No, it's not. Go I Jets! don't like. I, I don't like you guys. Go Jets." I've done it before.
2: Wow! I'm not going to admit. I'm not going
1: to admit on Las Vegas airwaves that the day that Khalil Mack was traded out of town, I bought a Khalil Mack jersey for about ten bucks. Um, it's also backfired on me. I bought a Le'Veon Bell Steelers jersey, and boy, that didn't work out. No, woo, that was rough. Steelers had the last laugh. That was that, was that was that was <laughs> that was real rough. <laughs> All right, so we're we're waiting on this big money deal. If it's going to happen, with the quarterback moving? from one organization to the other, making 50 mil. The Raiders went out and made a big deal to get Jimmy G that next level of quarterbacks for $22.5 million. Now, they've signed a slew of defensive reinforcements, a couple of defensive backs, a linebacker, um, a lot of the other roster filler type guys who've been around. I also saw, uh, according to Vic Tafer your pal over at The Athletic, that Right now, the Raiders are down to 10 mil above the salary cap. I look around the league, and I see, wait, the Raiders are down to 10 mil. I look around the league, and I'm like, hold on. The Chiefs, with Mahomes and Kelsey and at least one expensive defensive lineman, just signed a $20 million tackle. The Niners, who have a ton of salaries, they don't pay a quarterback. But a ton of high-dollar guys just stole a defensive tackle from the Eagles for 20 mil a year. I feel sometimes like there's a, a a chess versus checkers game here with the way teams manage the cap. Am I missing something here on what the Raiders have spent all this money on? I know Crosby, Renfro Adams, Jimmy G,
2: but they only have 10 mil left. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm getting caught up because – Players around the league are Uh jumping on to the McDaniels wedding (laughs) situation. Are they really? (laughs) They actually
1: believe that this is this Plum-Waller wedding, which was planned on the same day as Max Crosby. And as you had told us, the Raiders brass had planned on going to Crosby's wedding weeks out, probably months out because it was combine weekend. Now people are jumping on Kelsey Plum's tweet that said, basically joked, kind of suggested that Waller was traded because Josh
2: McDaniels wasn't invited to that wedding. Well, it was, the the, the Vic Tafer tweet is kind of circulating where it said, uh, the trade comes 10 days after Darren Waller's wedding to Ace guard Kelsey Plum. Timing is only interesting because Josh McDaniels accidentally leaked the news of his wedding to reporters at the NFL scouting combine. It was written by the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Quantry Diggs re- quote tweeted and said, Patriot way. And then,
1: that, that is funny. And
2: then that is funny. And then, that is funny. Uh, and then Darius Slay quote tweeted Quadri Diggs and said, "I'm trying to tell you, lol." But hey, people thought I was tripping and didn't like being coached. <laughs> oh boy!
1: <laughs> How do you fight? Here's the thing: when these, like, ro- That's you know, what I said. Rogers that, look, did a out. really good. Rogers did a really good job today. We're gonna play it for you later. That whole wish list thing that that Caleb addressed. That, hey, Jets, you have to get these guys for me, or Aaron Rodgers' list. Rodgers countered that pretty well today. But when you're Josh McDaniels, how do you even, first of all, I don't think he'd be good at it and doesn't want to do it. How do you counter something like, hey, you're a scumbag because you weren't invited to a wedding and got mad at the player and traded him? And I'm saying that's that's like if that's what people are thinking, it is it is absurd. And 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 there's nothing. And you you and I are not. I mean, maybe you more because you got to work with
2: them all the time. Like I'm not a massive Josh McDaniels defender, but I mean, give me a break. Well, so Josh McDaniels may probably appear, maybe not now, but he may appear at a Jimmy Garoppolo press conference very soon. And what is he supposed to think about this? If you're if you're out there listening, you want them to address whatever. What is he supposed to do? Go up on there and say like. Hey, look, the trade had nothing to do with the fact that I wasn't invited to the wedding. Then you look like that's absolutely what it it was about. Like, there's really nothing you can do. What if someone asks him a question and he has to answer it? I I think you just... uh, Look, I I respect Darren and Kelsey's wedding. I I don't know. I have no idea.
1: All right, who's allowed to to ask the question? That's the other thing. Because of the Raider donks, Raider (laughs) Nation, they get mad anytime there's anything brought up that doesn't concern pure football, which you're all morons... Because clearly there were some non football things off the field that led to Waller getting traded. This is not the only thing. I don't think it's really a big factor, but so who can even ask the question?
2: No is allowed to. I mean I guess, according to fans, they get they get upset with that stuff. So anything that's no non football. Yeah. They get mad at. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> anything that's even negative, they get mad at sometimes. Yeah. Well, though half the people just want you to start screaming it's It's a very funny thing in terms Ooh. of asking questions, yeah, um either it, be incredibly tough or do what? They want you to kiss ass? Well, half and half, right so like, like a hondo guy. half of you want half of fans want and I know this because I get the feedback sometimes want you to go into the game. you suck. How did you lose that game today? and they like like that's not how you that's what 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 are you doing <laughs> right? And then half the people want you to just be positive all the time and just strictly talk about football. It's it's amazing how people want their coverage. But yeah, it's it's different all the time. Uh but yes, this this it's a it's a question that almost has to be asked at some point. But I don't know how I don't know how he sh- I'm telling you right now that I don't know the proper way for him to answer this question and not look foolish. Right. He's in a bad position. It's a very very tough spot.
1: But I'll say Vic did nothing wrong by reporting it cuz nope. we were talking about it. Weeks before that, hey, it's it's something in the you know works place relationship area that has already been brewing for a while. What do you think? What do you think Jordan Poyer and his wife would have brought to the mix with the Raiders?
2: <laughs> How would have that gone? That's not going to happen, right? He signed. He resigned with the Bills. Well, I'm sure she. Yes, I'm sure she would have loved being here. Oh yeah, it's Instagram star Rachel oh, Bush would have oh, loved yeah. being in Vegas and lots of opinions. And she's full of opinions. Yeah. And, uh, and other things, and so, uh, yeah, she she was. I think she would have loved to do the uh, the tour of the city and post pictures. And it's probably a better look than posting pictures around Orchard Park in Hamburg, New York. Uh, but it didn't happen. They brought him back, and I, I I do. They really wanted him back, and they did not think they were going to be able to get him. I know talking to some people around that organization, they did not think that they were going to get him. So uh, big big move for them. And they just got Kyle Allen, so they got a quarterback. <laughs>
1: 364 1100 364 1100 caller seven right now. We got two tickets to go check out Kevin Hart on the 18th. He's in town Friday and Saturday. Kevin Hart reality check tour. AXS.com is where you get the tickets. The beautiful Resorts World Theater. Kevin Hart in his uh, residency going to be here this weekend Friday and Saturday. Ari's got a pair of tickets. 364 1100 364 1100 caller seven or grab your own tickets for Kevin Hart. Funny guy. AXS.com.